Don't you hate that when you're fishing and you're catching so much fish that your boat begins to sink? Does that happen to you a lot? I'd like to invite us to reflect on how the Lord works with Peter, with Simon, in order to better understand how the Lord works with us. Jesus will later change Simon's name to Peter, the rock. But this is the day where everything begins. Before Jesus calls Simon, he finds a way to get close to him. God is always trying to find new ways to get close to us. When Jesus appeared on the shore of that Sea of Galilee that day, it was not because he didn't have anything better to do. Everything that Jesus did was part of the mission that the Father gave him to do. And one of the secrets of a life that is beautiful, that is fruitful and joyful, is to find what is our part in the mission of Christ. And so Jesus appears on the shore that day. It is likely he spent the whole night in prayer the night before because this was the day that he would call his first disciples. And so he gets in Simon's boat. You can't get more close than that. And Peter, no doubt, heard about what Jesus had been doing in the towns round about, the power of his preaching, the miracles he performed. We can only imagine that Peter at this moment is getting rather uncomfortable because right now he's standing in my boat. And perhaps a more direct encounter would have been too much for Peter. It would have been overwhelming. So Jesus preaches to the crowd. But as he's preaching, the words that he is speaking are especially for Simon. This scene unfolds at every Mass where the Word of God is being proclaimed to all that are gathered. But as the Word is proclaimed, Jesus is speaking personally to every single person that is present. And like Simon, those words stir something in our hearts. They begin to till the soil of our soul because Jesus, like Simon, is preparing us to take another step, to take us with him a little further. 
And so now Jesus asks Peter to set out into deeper water and lower the nets for a catch. And Peter's response, those two phrases, are very enlightening. The first part, Master, we have been fishing all night and caught nothing, exclamation point. That's the human assessment of things. Peter knows his trade. He knows how to catch fish. And I bet you there's several people in here this morning who know how to catch that big walleye or that big muskie. And Peter knows that it does not make sense to go out at this time of the day in that depth of water. But he has just heard Jesus preaching. And he has witnessed the grace and the power that are flowing through this man. And he begins to step out in trust and faith. And he acts out of humility. He will not always do that. We know that him and the disciples will often struggle with pride. But at this moment, he comes from a place of humility. So he says, Lord, we have been fishing all night and caught nothing, but at your word, we will lower the nets. Peter did not think that he had life all figured out. That things should go according to a well-reasoned, logical, systematized plan based on all of his expectations. He was open to something new. When I was younger, I had it all figured out. I was going to graduate from high school I was going to go to college and get a very prestigious degree, not in something I necessarily liked, but something that would make a lot of money. Then I was going to get married, have several children, and then live a very good lifestyle where we lacked nothing. Oh yes, and I was going to be a famous rock star on the side. Not open to God. That was my plan. And then, in, my, in the latter years of my high school, my senior year, God started to draw close to me. And I began to feel what Simon felt, a little uncomfortable. And the Word of God that radiated from certain lives around me began to touch my heart. And now I wasn't so sure about life. And little by little, God started to open my heart and lead me on paths that I could never have dreamed of or imagined. Is our life open to God? 
where God can surprise us with something beyond our initial purview? Or do we have it all figured out? And Jesus rewarded Peter's initial act of faith and trust and obedience with a great catch of fish. But this is when his humility grew even deeper. Because in that miracle, he now became deeply aware of the holiness and the power of God working in Jesus. As we so often see throughout the Bible, whenever people encounter the holiness of God, they become aware of their sinfulness, of their unworthiness. And there's this tendency to withdraw, to step back, to hesitate. God is pure light. And whenever a person gets close to God, it always reveals what is truly in the heart. Like a light that enters a dark room that is in disarray and dusty. When the light first enters, we can see all that is out of order. And as the light grows more intense, we can even see the dust. And this is why many saints will say, when they drew closer to God, even the smallest things that touched upon the love of God became more apparent. This is why these experiences are always accompanied by the mercy of God. As for Elijah in the first reading and Simon in the gospel, God responds with mercy. Do not be afraid. I will make you a fisher of men. Do not be afraid, Simon. I know who you are. In fact, I know your heart better than you know it. I know that you're a sinner. I know that you have faults and you have imperfections. I know that underneath your pride, you are insecure and fearful. I know that. But don't be afraid. I did not come to seek and call the perfect, because there is no such thing except my mother Mary. I have come to seek and to call sinners. And I will make you a fisher of men, not you. I will do it. If you will open yourself to me and follow me, I will help you to do things that you never thought you could do. Because Peter, I'm sure, was feeling his inadequacy that we often feel at times. God sees so much more in us because He knows not what we can do. He knows what He can do in us. And so He just says, 
Follow me. Trust me. Don't be afraid of what you see in your hearts. I will make you worthy and I will give you what you need to do what I give you to do. And because Peter was faithful, this church exists. Peter is our patron. And every time we gather for Mass, we are saying to God, thank you for calling Peter. Because of Peter and the apostles, we have your words. We have your Eucharist. We have the grace to follow you as they did. So let us open our lives anew today to Jesus and let us allow God to surprise us. Amen.